welcome to the Cold Coffee Podcast, Letting Something Simmer. Today's story about what's going to have to simmer, obviously, Mike Leach, head coach of Washington State for seven seasons, leaving to Mississippi State. He's going to the SEC West, which has probably now become the most interesting division in college football, period. So we're going to go through the internet. Uh, If you've never seen Cold Coffee before, this is a new format. We're going through the internet. We're exploring all of the heat, everything that's been talked about this situation, and we're going to break it down, letting it simmer, just like some cold coffee. You'll have to excuse my voice. It is day four now after a wisdom tooth removal procedure that I had. Um, Four wisdom teeth were removed, and that was pretty painful, so the, the voice... Uh, my, my voice has actually been pretty weird for the past few days. Finally felt comfortable enough to actually speak out loud and, and also uh, on, on some medication right now so that it isn't sore when I'm doing so. All right, so let's get right into it. The Egg Bowl, first thing everyone's talking about because you have Mississippi State. For those of you who don't know what the Egg Bowl is, annual game Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss, coached by a guy named Lane Kiffin, also known for being a little bit of a mean lord, I guess is what the kids are saying now. I don't know. But Mike Leach himself, the pirate, um, basically is as odd as you can get in terms of a college football coach. Um, going back to his days um, in Texas Tech, which you know kind of brings me into the lore a little bit here, a little personal story, uh, being from Lubbock, Texas, growing up, Mike Leach was the man. He's uh, literally the myth, the legend, everything, the pirate. Uh, he's known as uh, that. That came from his time here at Texas Tech. Um, coached for a long time. Uh, he's known for bringing teams that don't really have a lot of recruits and finding ways to win. So against teams like Texas and Oklahoma, originally in the Big 12 South, battling with players that they didn't want or even Texas A&M was back in the, in the division at that time um, so battling with players that those teams did not want and being able to win games was Mike Leach's specialty and still is because he went to Washington State uh, took, took players that people didn't want I mean you look at he is people say the quarterback whisper you know, like he'll walk into a room do some magic with a QB he's a different guy you can go back Cliff Kingsbury, Sonny Cumbie, Graham Harrell, I mean, guys like this, B.J. Simmons, in Texas Tech lore, and then you can go forward like Gardner Minshew, Luke Falk at Washington State, and now, who knows what he can do with the talent level of an SEC school, and this is something interesting that I've been wondering for a long time is, what is a Mike Leach SEC school even going to look like? Because the SEC is a very very modern place, I think more so than a lot of people give it credit for in terms of the type of football that it plays. I mean, you look at Alabama, compare them to the 2010 team that played against Texas in the BCS national title game, and compare that team to the one that played this year. In terms of the style of football they play, I know it's a little different with Tua Tagovailoa uh, than when you have a guy like A.J. McCarron, but in terms of the offense that Alabama and other teams in the SEC are comfortable running, I mean, it's a different it's a different ball game. It's a lot more like the Big 12 uh, than I think a lot of people give it credit for. You look at Joe Burrow; that's the most electric offense in the country, um, maybe second to Clemson. Uh, we'll see. Come on January 13th, 
here in a little bit um, which of those offenses is going to be more potent. But the the argument that the SEC would have the best offense in the country uh, would be one about 10 years ago that would say, oh, okay, maybe efficiency-wise. But no, this is numbers-wise, efficiency-wise. They love to throw the ball, everything. So when with Mike Leach now playing his brand of football, this is going to be this is going to be crazy. And you look at the SEC West. This is absolutely bonkers. You have now Nick Saban at Alabama. You have Ed Orgeron. You have Jimbo Fisher at A&M. Uh, you have Lane Kiffin now. And then you add Mike Leach. So all of these teams, all of these teams in the SEC West are absolutely bonkers. So let, let's take a look at the SEC West. For those of you that don't necessarily know who is in the SEC West for, for football, these are the teams. So you have LSU which coming back next year, let's just look forward to next year. Next year, LSU, still going to be crazy, still going to be so great. Ed Orgeron's coming back. LSU there. Nick Saban, nothing needs to be said. Alabama. Auburn and Malzahn. I mean, Auburn played very well this year. Probably the the team, if not Texas, the team that uh, gave LSU the most run for their money. Um, A&M with Jimbo Fisher. High expectations. Super high expectations. Then next you have Ole Miss, who you know hired Lane Kiffin now, and 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 then now you add Mike Leach. So the only team without an exciting football coach is Arkansas, which they went 0-8 in the conference. So maybe you don't, you know, you don't need every team in the division to be uh, sexy. But you look at that: six of the seven teams in that division are coached by guys that jump off the page. I think SEC West football next year, more so than ever is going to be so exciting. And Mike Leach is the reason why. Let's break it down. The Egg Bowl. So apparently the Golden Egg, according to at College FB today on Twitter, the Golden Egg was first introduced to the rivalry in 1927, according to Ole Miss, when Ole Miss broke a 13-game losing streak in the series by winning the 1926 game. The Rebel fans stormed the field in hopes of taking down the goalpost, according to Ole Miss. So that's, that's a little bit of a history uh, behind behind the game, but but just to talk about, I think Mike Leach and his impact on college football, uh, uh, the predecessor to a lot of the ways that teams run their offenses now, the air raid offense, obviously going back to Hal Mummy, back in the days where he was at Iowa Wesleyan, um, so he's had an impact on this game for a long time. I I don't think I've been this excited. Um, for a Mike Leach move since obviously he went to Washington State. Now, Washington State, I've seen some people say, you know, he's a perfect fit there. I agree. So, you know, I don't know where the step up is going to be. I think there's a little bit of an interesting move, uh, I'm thinking, in my mind, for Mike Leach because Mississippi State in the SEC West is going to make the division very exciting. Yes, but you got to remember all those teams that I just mentioned in that division, they are going to play. Next year, Mississippi State's football schedule, they go at Alabama, and then they go the next week, seven days later, at LSU in Death Valley. So this is not going to be an easy division for Mike Leach to play in. And you know that SEC schools, the schools of this caliber, I mean, you can even compare those schools to even schools like Texas, Oklahoma. They don't give you a lot of time to get, get it done. They don't give you a lot of time. You have to be quick. You have to do your job. You gotta you gotta get it done in, in two years, three years tops, or you're gone. Which is interesting because I think in Pullman, Pullman, Washington, where he had the job with the Cougars, 
he had a lot of that same pull that he used to in Lubbock, where, you know, he's the guy, uh, if, you know, unless he goes and loses 10 seasons in a row or something ridiculous, like four or five losing seasons in a row, he's going to be the guy, you can rely on him. Um, and it kind of seemed like that was the role in my mind that he always kind of wanted to fill, that kind of the kind of niche that he wanted to fill, which was in Lubbock, you know, winning bowl games, doing it consistently, maybe being a dark horse some years. And then Washington State, I mean, they were, they were, they were humming, doing very well last year, got all the way to the Apple Cup 11-0 before getting trounced by their rival Washington. But, you know, moving to Mississippi State, this is an entire new chapter in the Leech saga because now the expectations are high. Uh, you're, you're in a division where you're playing A&M, you're playing Alabama, you're playing LSU, you're playing Auburn. I mean, those are four games right there. How many teams want those four schools on their schedule? Not not many. I, I would even argue to say not even those teams in the SEC West want those teams on their on their schedule. And that's the reason why whoever comes out of that division is usually the best team in football. Because, my God, you have to beat all of those teams. And it's kind of it's kind of funny how in all of the years of the playoff, we've always had an SEC West team in there. Um, there hasn't really been a cannibal system, but but then you have the Pac-12, an entire uh, like multi way more teams in that conference uh, eating each other alive, which I think is just a little bit a little bit interesting when you when when you're talking about the quality of football that's being played. Um, we're not gonna get into that. Uh, I think Mike Leach moving to Mississippi State is going to be one of the most interesting uh, interesting moves uh, of the offseason, I think, whether it's NFL or college football, because he is going to, to change, um, change his kind of career trajectory. Because, you know, going from that kind of safety mentality, I think, I'm not sure about the safety mentality, but in terms of just you know, being the man in Pullman, being the man in Lubbock, Texas. You're not going to be easy, easily the man in Starkville. I know they're going to love him. They're going to love him. There's going to be a cult following. But, but man, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is a bold play. And and then you look at Mike Leach's Twitter over, over the, I mean, Mike Leach's Twitter is a must follow in terms of, I mean, you just have to see it. It's one of those things that you just have to see to believe. And it's hard to believe every time he tweets for me uh, that, that it has a little check mark by it. Um, I mean, look, I'm just looking at it. Here's a tweet from three days ago. Uh, it's this meme looking like it's straight off of iFunny in 2009. This will be hilarious when the next homeowners replace the deck in 20 years. You just can't beat a party city bargain. And it looks like it's like a, they bought a skeleton and put it under the the chairs with the little laughing emoji um that's that's weird um and then you have uh, yeah then there's this meme where it's in like 240p last year i joined a support group for anti-social people we haven't met yet a little odd um yeah it's a lot of just weird memes there's one here why is dentistry important because even though he's missing an eyebrow the first thing he notices is smile um, the footwear that helped moonshiners evade police. Um, here's one on teenagers. Uh, act now, move out, get a job, pay your own bills, do it while you still know everything, like a boomer meme. Uh, here's one where it's a tree. Uh, send nudes, and then the bear is posing for a, for a nude photo. Uh, that's, that's a very weird one. Uh, is Bigfoot real? Um, 
and his first tweet of the decade was, I'm ashamed to admit, I'm not ashamed to admit, my knowledge of opera begins and ends with a handful of Bugs Bunny cartoons. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that, that's the guy that uh, Mississippi State uh, has hired as their football coach. A lovable guy. A lovable guy. Um, heck of a guy. You, you gotta wonder if he's gonna continue his, uh, his professing, his uh, classes at um, Mississippi State. We'll see, you know, maybe he partners with with some people there and, and, and continues his class. But either way, that um, that's that's the hot story for today. That's Letting Something Simmer. Thanks for listening to the Cold Coffee Podcast. Uh, we'll be back at it again uh, pretty soon with uh, anything that gets super hot. We're trying to break it down um, pretty quickly. Uh, getting you uh, the news, I guess, would be what, what, we're, uh, what we're doing here. Um, so once again, hopefully... Soon my voice is back to normal, or at least you know, because uh, gotta be real, man. This 13-minute little exercise, man, I gave it, I gave it some wear. God, I'm feeling a little bit sore now, um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be back at it. Thanks for listening to the Cold Coffee Show. Uh, we'll be right back.